I think you just got the first taste of what Florida State Twitter is all about. <laughs> yeah, it um it came quick. I did it not knowing uh, the reaction I would get, uh, but it's it's all been good, good uh positive reaction. Um, so um, I'm glad the fans are engaged uh, to see what's about to happen, and and they're excited, you know. So I can't blame them. Yeah, no, right now I think Florida State is looking for any kind of positive news, definitely fans-wise, any kind of positive things happening, both recruiting, also you're talking about transfers, which Florida State most certainly as a staff in Norvell are going to hit like crazy this offseason. It is just going to become a huge conversation no matter what. Florida State's been, feels like almost a month without playing a football game, so any kind of positive news that Florida State can find. Also, most recently losing Luke Altmaier, forced four-star quarterback it, it stinks but I don't think we need to really just keep on rumbling around what uh, the whole discussion is and why we thought we'd bring you on here for is obviously <laughs> Mackenzie Milton um, a star at UCF man I guess you can call him a national champion I think a lot of Florida State fans would actually jump on that bandwagon I'm gonna call him a national champion but now they would yeah a guy that is so talented that actually just entered the transfer portal Guys in here on our Discord know our takes on it, but I want to get yours on why you uh, selected him to be uh, a crystal ball to Florida State. Yeah, so this morning, um, this morning I got a text message uh, about just uh, Milton to FSU, and um, I'm like, all right. And then I wanted to make sure before I put my crystal ball pick in uh, to confirm, you know, uh, second source. And a guy from UCF also confirmed. And so I was like, all right, uh, let me do some more digging. Why Florida State? Um, and why, like, why Florida State right now? You know, we're not in the best position, but it's more so because what he brings to the locker room and what he brings to the field. Um, even though he had that devastating knee injury, um, it's – it's 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 a positive from what we have right now in our QB room. Um, he's a he's a he'll be a grad uh, transfer. He brings uh, the veteran leadership. He's a humble guy. He's determined, as you can see in his rehab. He uh, he's wanting wanting to get back on the field. Um, so and he fits. He he fits what Norvell's looking for. So um, Norvell's looking for someone to not plug and play, but someone that can show show Purdy the ropes and Tate the ropes, you know, and maybe uh, Jordan if he sticks around the ropes. Um, and, I mean, he might – hopefully he gets on the field and performs. The He gives us the same the results he did at uh, UCF. So, um, But it's more so what Norvell was looking for. And um, I don't know who he was uh, choosing or who he is choosing uh, between because it's, it's not uh, – it's not complete yet. Uh, he hasn't signed a letter or whatever, but um, I don't know who he's choosing between, but two two people and uh, told me Florida State. So I went ahead and put it in. So, And, you, and you've been pretty accurate so far. We've Right off the bat, I talked to you about this before we went live, but 17 of 21 this year for you. Um, you've also, I want to talk about Garcia here in a few, and then also um, McLean, but still staying on McKenzie. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you, you feel pretty solid about those sources and um, what you're hearing at, U, you said UCF and also FSU. Yeah. 
Um, so uh, another reason why um, Norvell went after uh, McKenzie was because we missed out on Luke. Um, we probably wouldn't be talking about McKenzie if uh, if Luke decommits. I'm, I talked with a uh, one of the 247 guys over at Florida State, and uh, Norvell has been telling them we're not going after a uh, grad transfer, but that was probably before uh, Luke decommitted. So once Luke decommitted, Norvell always has a game plan. He came into Florida State with a game plan. He knows what's going on. He knows how to wh – what needs to be done to be successful. So um, he he just – plan B, you know, let's go get this uh, – this champion this uh national champion quarterback so um so that's when that's when things got going um uh, we talked a, bit, a little bit earlier i guess it was thursday is when he entered the portal yeah, so that, that just shows how quickly things can happen um within this recruiting cycle norvell's on his toes i missed out on my guy let me go get another my my backup you know um and mckenzie and Norvell have a, a, a similar – or they, they crossed paths before, you know. Um, UCF and Memphis battled for the AAC championship a couple years ago, went into overtime. And the offenses are very similar. So I think he can – the playbook's going to be very similar. Now just how much can he perform of the playbook, you know, of, since coming back from that knee injury. Yeah, that's something that I wanted to talk about, too, because we talked about on our last podcast when we got wind of, obviously, McKenzie entering the transfer portal. But also, at that time, I think this was on uh, the 3rd, which was Thursday, we were hearing that it was in between Florida State and Miami because he was intending on wanting to stay in Florida. I don't know if that was something that you were hearing, too, where he wants to stay in Florida because there was some talks maybe of Nebraska going back up to Frost. But you know, during these practices, too, some uh, things were coming out of there that he was, you know, having some pretty good practices, showing out um, and, and scrimmages and such. And there was some talk that maybe he was going to be able to play. Mm -hmm. Seth, was that really a thing that was a conversation then? On what yeah. From, yeah, from what I've heard, uh, yeah, I really thought he was going to get in. Um, if USF didn't make that a game, which uh, I mean, it surprised everybody that they did. Uh, but I was I was really thinking he was going to get in. And um, a former teammate of his uh, that I just got off the phone with um, at UCF just told me how determined he was since the knee injury to get back on the field and uh, how he attacked rehab and how he how humble he was to be able just to be able to get back in position uh, to to play again. So um, so it's just like. He's ready. He's ready to prove himself again. Um, he, he feels like he doesn't want that image to be the lasting image that we've seen. So hopefully, if he chooses Florida State, as, as a no fan myself, I, I want to see him succeed. I want to see how he bounces back, uh, rooting for his story, you know, um, because that no one ever wants to see an injury like that, you know, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I – I completely agree. And that was an immediate question from Florida State fans and also other outlets and analysts of how well this guy is. And you kind of start comparing what you got now in Florida State's roster, the quarterback situation, a lot of young guys. You got Jordan Travis there. You lose James Blackman, obviously. Mm -hmm. And you look back and you look at Milton, and he goes through a severe injury, almost loses his leg. Mm -hmm. uh, you go where what you were hearing the guy that 
hunger that wants to play and is hungry to compete, I think that's everything that a Florida State fan wants to hear. Uh, they yeah. want hungry to lead, uh, not only on the field, but also uh, in the locker room. We know what he's got that's on the field. He's got great arm. I think most of all, he's a smart quarterback. So I think that's something that Florida State fans are salivating at right now. That's why they're probably not going to sleep for the rest of the week. They want to get the news yeah. just to become official. Yeah, um, and I mean, just like uh, like his teammate said, is that he brings the veteran leadership to the practices um, and to the locker room. He 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 treats practice like like games. Um, they, the guy I spoke with is a starter was a starter on the defensive line, and he said it was he's chasing after him, play after play after play. You know, so he's just not going to take the sack. You know, he's just not going to call it dead if if he doesn't see or if he doesn't like what he sees. He's going to Read, read the defense and make the right reads. And and so that's what I'm excited about. I'm sure Norvell's excited about uh, Dilly as well. So if once the news becomes official, hopefully we get a spring practice in because um, of COVID, you know. And I'd like to see him get a, his spring game in and, and the summer workouts and stuff like that. So going into the fall, so. Yeah, is there any, this will be the last one, Milton, but is there any kind of timeline that you've heard on maybe when that decision is going to be made, or is it all up to the NCA and uh, the papers and all that for him? Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't, I have no idea when that letter is going to drop, when he's, uh, he's going to tweet it out or whatever. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping, personally, I'm hoping before Christmas, before the team leaves um, for Christmas break, um, and or UCF's uh, bowl game situation, if he wants to be there with them, um, or leave right before. I, I have no idea. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and that's what all the FSU fans now are just um, itching for some kind of official thing for them to come, just to see the letter come through or a graphic or whatever. But uh -huh. it does seem like Norvell, um, so far from what we've seen uh, during his short term here at FSU, Counting the season, he's a guy that seems to want to answer quick if things are going in the wrong direction, which we haven't seen in a couple of years, and that's why it gives a lot of promise for Norvell and his staff. So, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, what were you saying? Just keep an eye on uh, what Norvell does here moving forward, not only just for obviously Milton, but other things, even staff change. It just seems like a guy that is ready to answer quick. After losing Luke Altmaier and then you're already in talks and maybe landing Milton, it just seems like a coach that is uh, on top of his game that we probably haven't, we haven't seen in a little while, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's on his toes. And then we seen the reports last week. Um, I don't know how true it is of uh, of – like the coaching changes, you know, of Odell moving to the off the field and he already has someone in plan. Um, and then just going back to when Norvell was announced the head coach, it was just so quick how he came, how he came up with a staff, excuse me. And he knew where we were lacking in the, in the, in the offense, on the offensive line and the defensive line. Um, and he landed uh, some quality grad transfers um, as well. So he, he put together what he could in a short period of time, you know, um, but he knew what he was going, what he knew what he was getting himself into. So. Mm -hmm. I agree. Tell me about a little bit of 
Malik McLean, obviously, he de decommits from Florida State, and you were ahead of a lot of people once again on uh, this news of him leaving Florida State to go to Ole Miss. What kind of gave you the feeling that he was going to leave Ron Dugans and the Seminoles right here because, um, once again, Florida State kind of loses a wide receiver. But do you think this was coming after Luke Altmaier? What, what were you hearing? Um, I I just got a feeling today, like, uh, I, I just got a feeling he would decommit for some reason um, around, like, 130, 140. Um, and and it happened a um, couple, uh, probably, like, 30, coming up on an hour ago. Um, and I think it, it had something to do with Luke um, and had some talk. I know there's some talks about uh, Dugan's leaving as well. Um, so I think that happened uh, because of that. I hope. Uh, I didn't read the the letter or anything like that, but I hope he considers Florida State at the end of the day. But I went ahead and put my crystal ball pick in to Ole Miss um, just because the vibe is Ole Miss right now. They are killing it on the trail. Uh, Lane Train is uh, definitely definitely killing it right now. Um, and, and uh, yeah, like you said, I was ahead of it. So I went ahead and put my crystal ball pick in. I, felt, I feel comfortable um, with the pick. And... We'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, big loss, big loss uh, to uh, Florida State and that staff. Yeah, no, obviously a, a hit there, and there could be some – could just be some foreshadowing of maybe Ron Dugan's, obviously Florida State's wide receiver coach, on um, maybe not being renewed onto the coaching staff for next season. So maybe that's a little bit uh, – just a little – nugget there ahead of time that we might not see Ron Dugan's on staff because obviously it was a big part in that recruiting mm -hmm. relationship with uh, McLean. So something to keep an eye on uh, moving forward. This is interesting here. Actually, this is almost like a little breaking thing while we're on here. Boom, it's Hamza Najaldine from Florida State football to the Reese's Senior Bowl. It seems like Hamza Najaldine uh, he's leaving. Seems like he's confirmed his in accepted his invite to the uh, to the Reese's Senior Bowl. That's pretty interesting because we were hearing things a little bit earlier. I think also two four seven was hearing some rumblings that Hamza Najaldine uh, was at a little bit whenever he at before his first game of the season a couple of weeks ago he was intending on returning for another year, but seems like. Yeah. Different direction. That's what I, I heard the same up until now. Um, I heard the same. He was uh, going to return mm -hmm. uh, along with uh, Kando and J Rob. I want to say J Rob intended on returning, um, but it, that that's a blow. But I mean, we are loaded at a defensive back, so there's there's a lot of DBs there. Yes. Uh, let's see. On to – I also want to talk about your, your prediction with Garcia because you've been ahead on Jay Garcia. <laughs> Quarterback, obviously. Yeah. Not a lot everywhere, but this is just kind of going on with your predictions with 247. But also, Jay Garcia, he's – a lot of FSU fans are like, wait, which one if we get to pick? Who do you, get, who do you want to have? You have Milton. You also have Garcia. Yeah. And what are your thoughts on him and his situation there? Because you've you've been you've been ahead on Garcia for months. What four months now on your yeah. Pick? Yeah, that was um 
that was a big one for me because that kind of like got my name out there, I guess. Um, I made a couple predictions, uh, just standard predictions, but not like a flip pick. So that was uh, kind of got my name out there. Um, like you said, it, it, out of the blue, but my sources were were uh, really, really close to the situation. Um, I honestly could have broke the news of him transferring to Valdosta, and I uh, I didn't think that was a big deal um, at the time. So whenever I got the news that Miami felt comfortable back in August that they would land him, I wasn't missing this opportunity. Um, so I went ahead and put the flip pick in, went about my day. I was up in Augusta, Georgia, going to the lake to go do some kayaking. And on the way to the lake, I get a phone call from uh, my head publisher at uh, with USF, with uh, Bulls 247. And I want to say uh, Luke Stampini was on the line. <laughs> and and you know how big he is in recruiting. So um, so he's like, yo, uh, you just can't put the prediction in with no follow-up. And I'm like, all right, I got you. Like, this is what I know. This um when I get to when I get to a uh, location, I'll type it up and send it out. But um, it was just like Lashley and uh, Proch building a relationship. He's closer to Miami while being in Valdosta. Um, at the time, USC took another quarterback, so they had two quarterbacks, and then a offer went out to another one, and I think he ended up committing. I can't think of the name right now. Um, so, you know, Garcia, Cali quarterback, you know, they want, they want to be the, the guy, um, as we've seen in Malik Henry before, you know, they, they all have, they all carry that about them. Um, so Miami has, uh, Derek King, they're putting together this, this really good class. Um, I want to say they're second or third in the ACC right now, um, with their class and why not cap it off with a quarterback? Um, as the season got started, um, and Dierks having a successful season. Uh, I'm sure Jake's watching, seeing he's probably visioning, um, yeah, visioning himself in this offense. And I'm like, all right, my prediction may come true. And um, to see that uh, decommitment letter uh, last week, or I think it was last week, um, get dropped. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm feel I feel comfortable now um, about my prediction from back in August. Um, so. And then I seen. I mean, he, I'm sure he built a relationship with uh, Dilly and Norvell because um, he's how close he is to Tallahassee. I still think Miami is uh, the the uh, the destination for him, just because how long they've been uh, talking with him uh, while he was over in California, and how short notice it is between Luke and the uh, now speaking with Jake. It's it's too short of a notice, and I mean. If I had to choose, I would probably go Milton because we did just take uh, Purdy, who was a four-star kid, who probably has a high upside. And we threw him into the the fire, you know, this year, um, just trying to make the best of the situation and won't help the kid if you bring another five-star, four-star kid in, similar in age, you know, one of them going to leave at the end of the day because that's how recruiting is and college football is right now. So let him sit behind uh, McKenzie if McKenzie comes here and for a year and then boom, we get a soft red shirt freshman because the free year, you know, of uh, this year, red shirt freshman and, and Purdy at quarterback. So yeah, that's who, that's who I would choose. 
that works out. That's something Nate has been talking about, our recruiting insider here. He's been hearing very early on about also Miami um, and talking about Manny Diaz. And there's been some talk that obviously Derek King, it seems the word on the street that Derek King's staying another season. I guess that's something you've been hearing too on your end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, because it is a free year um, and these guys are going to use it to the, I mean, he's going to come back, get more film and then jet off to the, to the league. Um, just because how loaded this QB class is for the draft. Um, so uh, I don't blame him. Uh, Jake's going to go down there and compete and he's next man up, you know? Yeah, that was been that was the whole uh, everybody trying to figure out the equation on Jake Garcia versus Bill, if any of them were going to come to Florida State. And mm-hmm. uh, once Garcia was planning on opening up his recruitment, and then Miami was like, all right, well, if Derek King leaves, and most certainly Garcia will go there. But now it seems like even if Gar- even if King stays, that gives. Um, that gives Milton a better reason to come to Florida State. So everybody's just mm-hmm. trying to figure out an equation of how maybe one of these two are going to come to Florida State. But it seems like from what you're hearing, the few things that we've been hearing, it seems like they're all on the path of um, Mackenzie Milton um, most likely becoming a Florida State Seminole unless something changes in the next couple of uh, couple of days, literally. Yeah, yeah. Um, even though he doesn't have a timeline on when, it, when he's – sending out the letter or dropping the note or whatever, um, I still think it'll, it'll be Florida State at the, at the end of the day. And now the Florida State fans will be happy. This, this day has been kind of just a roller coaster of good news, and then the last hour has just been absolutely heart-wrenching. Maybe that's because the Steelers lost. That's most likely what it is. And that's just – if I go down, everybody has to come down with me. So I, I think it's hilarious that everybody has yeah. to So this is what it is. They have to take the brutal head just like I did um, the five <laughs> hours. Um, this is what it is. If I'm going down with the ship, you all are coming down with me. <laughs> just, hopefully hopefully we land uh, – uh, I mean, you know with Norvell, he, he finds these gems, you know, at receiver. Uh, we landed a couple last year late. Uh, the guy from uh, down south, Portier. I, I want to say that's how you pronounce his name. Well, uh, so, I mean – just hold tight. I mean, McLean's a legit target to like you want to land. You want to land, but Norvell's gonna find somebody, and and that that kid's gonna grind to be the four star that he wasn't. You know, and um, it is what it is. It's a part of recruiting. So it is. It sure is. Let me uh, y'all throw some questions in here now. We'll go for about five minutes or so, or maybe over. Just. I know I said I'd <clears throat> let y'all throw some questions in here. But JJ, um, he said he'd be down to answer uh, a good amount of y'all's questions. So, yeah, um, I, I am. Go ahead. There, there, there. Our first question was asking his thoughts on the Steelers' loss, but that's something we don't need to talk about anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna just let them know um, if you could. I'm on Twitter. You can find my work at. Uh, JJ Gear 247. Um, and go give him a follow right now. I'll put uh, okay, I appreciate that. And um, uh, fly with the J plane is my regular Twitter account. Um, I just got on board with 247 uh, this past off season, uh, football off season. So 
Uh, I still use both accounts. Uh, I'm and I cover high school football in the Tampa Bay area. So um, on Friday nights, I'll uh, tweet from my two four seven account. Um, if you guys want updates on some uh, kids that we're looking at in the Tampa Bay area, if you have any questions about any of the kids right now, um, I'll keep in contact with some some of them for the most part. Um, but going forward, if y'all have any questions, if Florida State uh, offers a kid from Tampa, I'm almost certainly to get an interview with them just because of my face and they see me on the sidelines and stuff. Um, so, yeah. There's a question here for you, JJ, <clears throat> about if, if you have any scoop on any 2022 legacies of Florida State, um, any well, guys there? I thought uh, before we uh, jumped on live, I thought I was going to see uh, Julian Armorello uh, with St. Thomas. Well, he transferred to Columbus. Because uh, St. Thomas comes up to Bloomingdale, which is the Tampa Bay area. Um, so I thought I was going to see him. And I, I definitely have some questions prepared for him. Uh, but not right now, to be honest. Um, so I can't, can't give you an update on that. Uh, maybe like when the circuit gets back going and camps and stuff like that. I do uh, like to attend the camps. Um, so hopefully with COVID and hopefully we have a solution. So we can start. So the kids can start camping and get their actual uh, ratings with and stuff like that. I can give an update for you. There's another question on here from Mick. He's asking, um, "Is there? Are you hearing anything as maybe any surprise commits in Florida State's radar right now?" Um, the kid from uh, Miami Central. Um, maybe a flip pick. I, I got to confirm I haven't done it yet. He's committed to Miami right now. Let me see if I can find him. Um, and he goes to Central. Um, and let me see. Let me see. That would be my only one because how close we are to uh, to signing day. I want to say he's a, a guard or a center. Is it they, do they know who I'm talking about? Is it Seymour? Lawrence Seymour? Yeah, Lawrence Seymour. Yep. Yep. That would be my surprise for sure. Um, because I I heard today that they might be pushing him out of the uh of the class. So uh he hasn't dropped a he hasn't dropped a decommitment letter. He's still committed. He has no crystal ball predictions at this time, but I might be the first. Sure. Um before a signing day. So I'll, I'll definitely be working on that, but that's the only one that I've heard um, that might be a surprise. Okay. I, whenever you talk about offensive linemen and something heading the positive trajectory of Florida State University, then uh, fans are going to celebrate or be. Yeah. I mean, he's a, we got him ranked uh four star right now. So he are not four star. Yeah. Four star right now. Um, so and it's uh, Miami Central. We we had some good success from Central with uh, Dalvin Cook, you know. So, yeah, uh, he he might be the next, but that's the only one I'm feeling confident in that I would uh, put my name on. Okay. So now there's another question here from N. Jordan Near asking: Is there a scenario in which both Milton and Garcia go to Miami if King leaves? And obviously we talked a little bit earlier about. 
Kings probably intending on staying, but if that were to happen, do you see that going on of Milton and Garcia go to Miami together? I don't know. Um, just because, just because uh, McKenzie has this one year left. Um, I'm sure he has dreams of going to the NFL um, where he's, he's, he's going to be older going to the NFL. You know, he can't use this, can't use this or use a year to go to the league, but risk playing time fighting King and uh, Garcia, you know? So uh, I'm not saying he's scared of competition or anything like that, but the more ideal fit is Florida State where you know you, you're, you have better odds of starting going into uh, next fall. Another question here, this is from QB7 asking, ask him if he thinks Destin Hill will be in the in Florida State's 21 class wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was working with uh, some guys about him today because um, I didn't I, I kind of forgot he changed his last name to Peyton or from Peyton. So whenever Peyton committed today, I got quite excited because I want Destin in the class. Um, so then I started ask, asking around, um, what about uh, Hill now? Um, how how do you, how do my sources feel about it? They really didn't feel as strong as we used to um, in the summer before the season started. I, if I had to say, is he in this class uh, for signing day? I'm gonna say no, but I definitely want him. Mm, that's interesting. That's a that's a different uh, feeling the most. I think that was what Nate was feeling before the start of the season. Mm -hmm. Was it was practically even till half part of the season. It was almost like a silent commit level for yeah, the yeah. most part. Um, now he went silent completely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's most certainly something to keep on. But do you think Florida State bringing in Milton changes a lot of things for the <laughs> athletes at wide receiver, even running back, but – most certainly your athletes that are coming, your playmakers that obviously Dillingham and uh, Norvell have talked about bringing in playmakers. You think bringing them got experience like Milne brings in wide receivers, but also maybe even offensive linemen? I think grad transfers for sure will uh, will help out um, with Milton coming in. Um, just because he brings that veteran leadership. Um, so veteran guys want to want to come in and they know what they're getting uh, it's just one year you know so why not and you can compete for this one position and get on the field so mm -hmm. I, I i do feel confident with milton coming and he'll bring some some guys with him okay okay well now now the chat is mad at you now because of the hill the hill your take on Hill. So now that now they came after you, they were all in on you on the Seymour thing. <laughs> They're all after you. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's part of recruiting. If you follow recruiting, that's highs and lows, uh, just like today. Um, like I said, the Peyton kid we got from Northwestern, he's really good. Um, but then as we're going to sleep, we got to decommit. Um, and then, like we talked about earlier with Dugans uh, possibly leaving, uh, that hurts as well. And then Luke, seems like Luke uh, has a group chat and uh, already added uh, McLean to it, you know. <laughs> so it's, it's a part of recruiting. Luke probably uh, wants uh, Hill to come with him to Ole Miss. I don't, I don't think that happens just because of Ole Miss's class. But 
I just don't see Hill in our class as of right now. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, I do not want to keep you on here for too much longer. I'll stay on here for the guys in the chat right now. I'll stay on here for another about 15 or so minutes, but I want to get JJ off here. We've been in here for a good while now, but I definitely appreciate you. I mean, I just got to know you and everything, but definitely want to um, keep connected with you. And I think uh, you've got a, you've got a long way ahead of you, a bright future too, and in, in covering recruiting because you're on a right trend. I, I definitely, I, mean, I didn't even know your name before all this. And this is what FSU does to you. You do a crystal ball of a quarterback on FSU. Yeah blows up but um on my end of things I, I hope you're definitely right because um, Florida State definitely needs it I think it yeah uh yeah I appreciate it I appreciate the uh the kind words I I hope I'm right for my sake as well just to because I'm up and coming you know I'm trying to get this thing going um yeah. so I want that track record to be there um and I've been following you guys um for for a while now so definitely uh Keep me, keep me in the contact, and I'll be always down to come on, come back home. Most certainly, man. It was a pleasure having you. Have a good evening, and we'll definitely stay in touch. Um, and I'll definitely message you after I get done with this thing over here. All right, for sure. Y'all take it easy. Yes, man.